They always want to see us down, never come around. But you gon' witness greatness when I come and snatch your crown. See, I ain't never been the type of way to mess around. Cause I'm all about my business and I move without a sound. Queens work in silence, trying to stop the violence. Cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And today we're going to look at how to break up with self-doubt and fall in love with your potential. Welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade. Today is February 12th, 2018, and I had a very interesting conversation with a 14-year-old girl over the weekend. Now, a couple of times out of the year, I volunteer and I do workshops for the youth, and it's essentially around building confidence and goal setting. So this past weekend, I partnered with a friend, and we discussed how to push past your fears in order to reach your goals. We asked everyone what was their biggest fear, and the young lady told me that she was scared of rejection. So me being naturally curious, I challenged her by asking, how could she reduce the fear? And you know what she told me? She told me that she could reduce the fear by playing it safe and never taking a risk. When I asked for an example, she explained it to me that recently she really wanted to try out for the dance team at her high school, but decided not to go through with it. She already knew many members of her team and was scared that if she didn't make the team, people would make fun of her or worse, they would just judge her. So Her answers fascinated me because at 14 years old, she's already beginning to develop a habit that many of us possess, which is self-doubt or the lack of belief in ourselves. Playing is safe by all means is a security mechanism that we naturally rely on when we believe that the stakes are too high to take a risk. Now, there's actually scientific evidence that shows that our comfort zone ultimately breaks down to anxiety levels. Now, when we operate inside of our comfort zone, we only exude behavior that keeps us at a steadily low anxiety level. Now, when our regular behaviors are changed, one or two things begin to happen. A, we enter something called the learning zone, or B, we enter the panic zone. Our society places a ton of emphasis on comfort zones. However, those two zones are critical, and here's why. You see, the learning zone is between your comfort zone and your panic zone. Inside of the learning zone, you have just enough anxiety that pushes you to action and you open yourself to be vulnerable and learn from your experiences. So essentially, you have doubts, but your doubts don't stop you from trying. Now, on the contrary, your panic zone is a place where you have a super high anxiety level and it ultimately prevents you from moving forward with anything. Now, the young lady I mentioned earlier has begun to fall in love with her comfort zone because it reduces unwanted feelings of being stressed or just thinking about the unknown. When I had a conversation with her, I asked her if the worst happened, like, would it truly change anything? Or assuming that her desired outcome truly became a reality, who's to say that trying out for a dance team wouldn't have led to a bigger and better opportunity or taught her a lesson that could be valuable for the rest of her life? You see, when we make a decision not to do something, that is just as bad as saying yes or no. In order to break up with self-doubt, we have to leave our assumptions at the door. Every time we assume, we place barriers around our ability to move upward and onward. We have to be willing 
and adaptable to step into a position of being okay with not knowing what will happen next. There are so many people who partially live their lives because the other part of their lives are overwritten by what they think is risky. Sometimes a risk is not a risk and it's only a risk because we magnify our assumptions to overshadow our possibilities. In other words, stop making things bigger than what they have to be. The only true risks in life are those that have the ability to take your life or put you in some sort of danger. The other thing that we want to do but are too afraid to leave our comfort zones for are all in our heads. Yes, someone may say no. Yes, you may be rejected. Yes, you may fail. But you have to stop saying no to trying, even when you're unsure. Now, throughout my life, I've had an on and off relationship with self-doubt. I've doubted my potential and I've sabotaged my ability to grow because I wanted to be comfortable. When I met that young lady over the weekend, it reminded me that while we can't control when self-doubt can creep up on us, we can stop it from allowing us to recognize and live out our potential. Potential is just having or showing that capability to become or develop into something in the future. However, if we continue to block our potential, we kill it before it even has the opportunity to prosper. I compare my relationship with self-doubt to a real-life relationship. You know, sometimes we deal with certain people because it's just all that we know. Even if we know that someone is not good for us, we persist with our relationship anyway because we're too afraid to go outside of what we know. Self-doubt It's natural, but it doesn't have to be a permanent fixture in our life, nor does it have to define you. So here are some of the things that I've learned just kind of throughout my journey so that when self-doubt pops back into my life, I can curve it at any time. So for one, you have to realize that every time you go outside of your comfort zone, you increase the size of that comfort zone. So what this means simply is that every time you push yourself to do something new or uncomfortable, you'll be comfortable the next time something new comes around. This gives you an opportunity to enjoy more things in your life because when you're familiar with something, like taking a self-perceived risk, you're more likely to enjoy it, even if it turns you off at first. I recommend making an effort to go outside of your comfort zone in some way, shape, or form every single day. There's a fantastic journal that a friend put me onto about two years ago. It's called Do One Thing Every Day That Scares You, and it provides you with daily prompts to help build your courage. I recommend pushing yourself regularly, and they don't have to be major things. Taking baby steps are important, and each time you do something to break out of your comfort zone, those baby steps can increase your confidence and ultimately increase the number of things that you're comfortable doing in your life. Now, another thing that was really important for me that took me a long time to really understand was beginning to ask myself the hard questions. I once read an article by the Harvard Business Review entitled The Hidden Dangers of Playing It Safe. It was memorable to me because it discussed the disadvantages of playing it safe in a world that really only recognizes the risks. One of the major keys I got from that piece was learning how to ask yourself the hard questions and holding yourself accountable. So in the article, a CEO asked her team, if a journalist came to observe the organization for a few months, what headline would she write? So one of the employees boldly wrote a headline and it just stunned everybody, right? So the employee said, company tries to desperately hang on to aging cash cows and antiquated ways of doing business and the flawed hope that they can maintain the status quo forever. Now, where there were obviously some hurt feelings in the room, uh, the author said that in the months following, everyone began to observe that statement and work towards improvements because someone was actually bold enough to look at things and express what they truly are. 
Now, asking the right questions leads back to self-reflection. Self-reflection is necessary because it allows you to step out of your comfort zone and it holds the keys to figuring out what's holding you back and why. I love the question about the journalist because when you write your personal headline, it can be that distinction of knowing that you're living your best life or if you're living below where you need to be. Now, I did the exercise and wrote a headline for myself and I found that in my own life, I'm still not living my greatest potential, but I know that I'm getting pretty close. But through it all, I've really learned to question everything and begin to come up with a plan to change that headline or the narrative that becomes my life. Now, as cliche as it sounds, we're all the writers of our own stories, but it takes leaving your comfort zone and eliminating self-doubt to reach an ending that is either a desired outcome or an ending that teaches you something in the long run. Now, finally, you have to learn how to give yourself more credit. And I can't say this enough. It's so imperative that we acknowledge that sometimes we underestimate our ability to cope with the consequences, whether they're good or bad. So you have to stop avoiding taking on new challenges or proactively pursuing new opportunities just because you don't think that you're good enough. One way that I've learned how to combat self-doubt is by remembering where I used to be. I look back at my life and I think about challenges that once seemed insurmountable, but when I went beyond what I thought was impossible and got through them, I realized they weren't as big as I thought that they were. I mean, just combing through those scenarios and remembering how much anxiety I had when in reality, none of those negative what ifs that I'd imposed on myself came true. And if they did come true, I was still able to handle the consequences. It's time to trust yourself and your abilities. You don't know what you can do until you do. You feel me? Because the lack of effort or action will only allow you to live in a world where unattested assumptions rob you of going for experiences that you need to grow. Now, before I peace out today, I want to leave you with this quote by Bo Bonnet. He says, every day, people settle for less than they deserve. They're only partially living or at best living a partial life. Every human being has potential for greatness. And I want to ask you, are you living in your true potential or are you allowing your relationship with self-doubt or your assumptions to be a compass for your present and the future? Thank you for listening again to another episode of Pink Lemonade. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I am your host. If you have topics that you love to have on the show, please feel free to email me at connect at skinnyblackgirlsco.com or hit us up on social media. Be sure to like, subscribe, or comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or SoundCloud if you enjoyed today's episode. As always, thanks for tuning in and see you next week.